0: Everybody's like, "What? Like, what, what is that?" Okay, so. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Stellar Podcast Live Edition. I think this is episode twenty-five. Twenty-five. 25. We've done twenty-five episodes. Um, we've been doing. Live once a month for a couple months now. Uh, I'm Colton. I'm joined as always by Tyler Vanderhoven. We've got a couple things to talk about today uh, that are community related and podcast related, not a bunch of like ecosystem news per se, um, but definitely community related. So, the first thing is the podcast. Uh, this will be the last episode for a little while. We're going on a little break. I know that everybody is just going to miss us terribly. Uh, but I, I'll let Tyler touch on why one why we're taking a break and then why we're taking a break now and kind of what the plan for the podcast is going forward
1: sure so there's a, there's a few reasons first when we started the podcast 25 episodes ago uh, we weren't doing a whole lot of other SDF wasn't doing a whole lot of other events type um, activities so that has obviously changed both just as the organization itself has grown and because of uh, the pandemic and having to move tons of things online and remote and now we're all in front of each other. So, um, as more events have come on, uh, it's making sense more and more to take a break from the podcast and focus more on, uh, engineering talks and round tables and community related events. Um, but then also myself, uh, I've got two big projects, uh, coming up that I need to focus on. One is the Stellar community fund and, uh, this um, SEP proposal that I mentioned, I think it was last week in an engineering talk um, that also needs some focus, but particularly the Stellar Community Fund has uh, needed some work um, and it's time to give it a bit more attention, really think through the design and implementation and have someone who's really focused on iterating on it and supporting it and ensuring that it's um, performing well so for those reasons uh it makes sense right now to put a pause on at least the weekly broadcasts of the Stellar podcast we'll still be doing live shows uh once a month um but week by week it'll be engineering talks and protocol discussions and uh round and all the other things make sure you're tuned in to uh, stellar.org forward slash events um, there's always amazing things uh, popping up on there all the time so as you need more stellar-related news and events, that'll be the place to get them. Um, so, sad news for that, for sure. Um, I think it's the right move, uh, and eventually, uh, I, I think it'll come back uh, in full force. It might take a different form, but uh, 25 seems like a good a good number to, to to take a pause on, close it out, season one.
0: Over. Yeah, what a what a round number. That'd have been so bad if we just ended it on 24. Could you imagine yeah. the catastrophe? Uh, um, that. Yeah. That would just be bad. Uh that being said, like there's another ecosystem podcast, Stellar Ecosystem Podcast, uh the our friends and community members over at Public Node run. I think it's called Stellar Discussions. is like the title of the podcast. Uh but you can head over to I think it's publicnode.org and find their podcast. I think uh they're going to continue doing that. If not, you guys better continue doing it. So <laughs> so so we don't get in trouble. Uh but no. Um yeah, and I, I Shout out to Tyler because he's been shooting those podcasts and editing them all by himself and then releasing those on a weekly basis. There's been a lot of great guests on those. Uh, And like you said, uh, we'll be still doing these once a month. I think the plan is to try to get more guests on to the live podcast. People seem to like that. Uh, Last time we had Justin on here to talk about uh, the ecosystem team and his role at SDF. So maybe we'll do some more of that. Uh, Maybe get some different ecosystem projects and whatnot to come on the podcast and talk about stuff um i think that's it though for the podcast Anything yeah we'll else just uh to?
1: rip that band-aid off real quick and yeah, we'll get that into, one up uh, yeah i get that one out
0: all right next topic is the stellar community fund so if you are in the stellar community fund key channel uh, there's been quite the debate stirred recently uh, about one single change that we're considering uh understandably though like the SCF is such like a, an interesting thing because it's been constantly evolving over the course of like four rounds. Uh, we ran into a lot of headaches. A lot of things have gone right as well. And it's just been interesting to su- try to solve problems as they come up and bounce ideas off of each other. So we got a bunch of big changes coming up that we didn't mention in that key base discussion. So I will let Tyler uh, take the, take it away from here again and kind of discuss what he's been working on. And I, I've been helping in the background a little bit on where SCF is going, and so he has a lot to share, and I'll just kind of let him brain dump from here.
1: Yes. So over the past, I'd say ever since I joined SDF, uh, a priority of mine, at least in the back of my mind, was how to improve the SCF. And um, so the baton was passed from Zach to myself uh, pretty early on, and we've been running that. This will be the second round that uh, I've been tweaking it, um and trying to improve kind of what we had so far and it's uh it's a it's a good fund and i think it's it's worth noting that the stellar community fund is is incredibly important it is incredibly near and dear to my own uh life uh it was my intro into stellar um it's how i um, got familiar with the software got familiar with the team uh, became aware of even just cryptocurrency um so it's a project that has, has meant a lot to me um and I don't think, I don't, I really don't think there's any one sort of final arrival point that you kind of would hit and say now this thing is perfect. I think it's always going to be iterative. It's always going to be growing and changing, just as the as the ecosystem changes and um, the mission of SDF matures and the projects that are building and the ecos- the point that the ecosystem is at is changing. And uh, as as the project matures and the code that has been written in the open source projects that are available, like as all of those things mature and change um, necessarily our mechanism for community funding changes. Um, But with with that said, the the community fund is definitely in a space that's ready for um, a big change. And so over the past few months, I've been working on a draft and working with the ecosystem team to redesign um, the Stellar Community Fund. And that recently got approval. We'll be pushing out actual official releases for this uh, at the end of next month. But I think with the pause of the podcast, and because this is a a focus of mine over the next um, few months to really make sure this gets built right, um, it's worth spending some time talking about it with, with the community here on the podcast to just uh, kind of get an understanding of where we're going and then move that discussion into our Community fund keybase channel where we can continue to iterate and improve what we have and at least all be on the same page for where this thing is going. Um, but I think also it's worth, like, we've spent a lot of time thinking about this. Um, Colton and I have Way too much time. And spent hours and hours trying to figure out how does this fund work for where we're at. Again, not trying to arrive at a perfect solution, but the perfect solution for where we are right now in the process of growing the stellar community. And so the proposals that we have and the ideas that we have all come from a place of uh, deep thinking uh, and understanding where our own community at is at, as well as uh, kind of what we would want in ourselves in a community fund. Um, so none of these things are necessarily Set in stone, but they have been well thought through and they come backed up by um, logic and uh, back and forth that eventually we'll we'll flesh out into a more fully featured uh, blog post again later
0: in August. Uh, To pause real quick, though, I do want to add like Tyler and I are not perfect. Uh, These are, we we make a a lot of assumptions, like when it comes to decisions we make, right? Uh, So these are the decisions we came to, like he said, after. Just a lot of a lot of back and forth, a lot of disagreement, a lot of agreement, a lot of feedback uh, that we got from one- on-ones with different people from the community and then a lot of feedback that we've heard over the course of four rounds. So like a lot of stuff has gone into this and I don't think anybody here is claiming that it it's like the perfect solution, but we do think it's a huge step in the right direction. So just wanted to clarify that before we keep going.
1: Right. All right so with that said, uh, we're going to bravely move forward into, into some of the uh, more specific details on uh, the changes. So the big the biggest change is that the Stellar Community Fund will be a community fund, and that, that isn't a word that we take lightly. Every word in Stellar Community Fund is intentional. It's, it's a Stellar Community Fund, so everything should be building around utilizing and implementing Stellar. It's a community fund. This is not a fund that's uh, dictated by uh, SDF. This is a fund that the community participates in how to distribute the lumens that are allocated into this fund the the community decides um where those funds go and it's a fund right this isn't a grant this is a fund where money is allocated to projects given away for them to do with as they see fit um and so with with those those the, the stellar community fund it's still a Stellar community fund but it's being split into two separate funds it is going to be a seed fund and a lab fund and so the the seed fund is a larger fund Uh, dedicated towards bigger projects and businesses that are uh, looking to launch on These will be profitable businesses they have some business methodology for how they're going to keep the doors open Um, some of those details still need to work out but the idea that there's going to be a separation in the fund uh, where we've seen some dissonance in this one fund right now Um, so like how do we if I'm a business does this belong to me if I'm just kind of Uh, building a hackathon project or something quick, is this for me? Uh, It makes sense to split those up and to have prize pools, separate prize pools for each of those. So there'll be the seed fund for bigger businesses that are looking to actually launch and maintain or maybe add Stellar to their existing offering. And then there'll be a lab fund, which is targeted at more hackathon type projects. So this is gonna be lower dollar prize pools, there's going to be more projects uh, involved, and the rules will be much less stringent than the current SCF rules, where um, your participation, you can participate in every round, you can retry existing projects. Like Some of those rules still have to be worked out uh, as far as the separation between the two funds, but participation will be much easier in the lab fund, and uh, it'll it'll sort of mimic what we have right now in SCF as far as um, the frequency, but the prize pool will be lower, but it'll still go on about four times a year. Uh, and the number of winners will will probably be around 12, might be 8 to 12, um, depending, again, on participation. And then the seed fund will be a much smaller pool that will only run about twice a year uh, is what we're thinking right now, and we will be focused on longer-term businesses.
0: Um, and, go ahead. I, I was just going to add that the problem that we're aiming to solve with this is that over the past four rounds, the variance in... The size, scale, and quality of projects winning is large. So you have uh, maybe like hackathon style projects, which are legitimate in their own right, and then you have businesses, which are also legitimate in their own right, uh, competing for the same exact prize pool. And so you know the fourth place in one round might be very different from the fourth place in another round. Uh, but you know, and we're hoping by splitting the fun into two different categories that we can. Uh, lessen that tension because there has been a lot of tension regarding this uh, over the past several rounds. So, being able to split this fund up into two uh, and make it a lot easier for people to decide where they fit in, and then also making people comfortable with the end results is sort of the goal of this this part of the restructuring.
1: Yeah, yep, that's definitely a. a I mean, a lot of the focus. I think if you're trying to boil down the goals with the changes, is getting funds in the right hands uh putting money where it belongs putting the right amount of money uh where it belongs um
0: one more pause one more pause this does not affect uh this round yeah yes
1: yeah that's that's very important yeah
0: brian asked in the chat if this affects this round no it does not but i I wanted Uh, to clear that up for the people listening to the recording panic (laughs) yes no
1: this is this is going to go in effect so there's going to be once this round ends um the whenever uh, it makes sense for the next round to start, that will be the beginning of the lab fund. Um, but again, a lot of those details will be discussed and made public once we actually uh, have nailed down the uh, specifics. Yeah. um the other big piece of this, and this this uh kind of is again one of those reasons that I think this really works. i I guess to back up a little bit, the goal of of this again, to put money. In the right hand. So like, keep that in mind as you're evaluating these things is it's not just to give money away. It's it's, we need to, we need to make sure we're giving it to the right people. And that's hard to do. That's incredibly difficult to do. I don't think it's impossible. And I think by by designing the right fund in the right way, um, you can accomplish that. It's just, there's so many variables in a system like this that um you have to you have to play with them and tweak them and start somewhere and then kind of iterate on top of that and we've been doing that so we've been doing the whole past year is tweaking different variables and i think it's time to try something a little bit more dramatic uh and see and see uh how it goes um after that the next the next big change so one of the things that we're facing in stellar community fund is voter fatigue um where there's just a lot of things to vote on and particularly. Uh, over the past few months as uh, there's just so many stellar related things to keep up with through stellar events like the podcast and engineering talks and uh, all this different news and things coming out Uh, and then you've got the stellar community fund where you've got projects to evaluate and vote on having two rounds of voting um, is a lot and it's a lot to ask of the community particularly if there's a whole lot of projects to filter through to narrow it down to a final eight and so one of the big changes is there will only be one round of final voting, but there will still be two rounds of evaluation. The difference is one will be a community vote, the final round that allocates the percentage of the prize pool to the final projects. That will be one round of community voting. But before that, there's a filtering round that goes through a panel of SDF and community. uh, uh, Just lost the word. Nomination. So, like, they'll be nominating. It'll be a panel of judges. There we go. Yeah, Yikes. There you go. That's panel. a hard word. <laughs> a a panel of judges, which contain both SDF and community members, um, who will go through the projects, evaluate them based on their merit, uh, which in whichever fund uh, we're talking about, whether that's the lab or the seed fund, and from that create or f- come up with a final list of projects which will be in the final community. Round. And, and maybe, uh, Colton, you can talk a little bit about the nomination panel. We haven't, there's still like details to figure out about how you get on or off that panel. But I think a, a common recurring theme again and again and again and again is there has to be a better way to evaluate projects before we ask the community at large, any community at large, to filter through potentially hundreds of projects.
0: Yeah, and that, it was kind of perfect timing because Brian asked again in the chat if we should do a sort of committee or panel. The answer is we like to think so. Um, again, like Tyler said, we haven't worked out perfect details on uh, how that committee or panel is going to be constructed. Uh, we do want it to be uh, a bunch of active community members. Um, if you have thoughts on this, we want you to share them uh, because for now, we've just been kind of talking between ourselves, thinking about how this looks. Uh, but we do think this is the most efficient method going forward as far as vetting projects, particularly for uh, the larger fund, uh, the seed fund. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, the idea there is, like Tyler said, to limit voter fatigue because right now we do acknowledge that it's super exhausting to have to go through all of the, like have the whole community go through all of the projects twice to make decisions on how how the final funding should be allocated. Uh, so we're hoping to lessen that burden and make the final round the most effective round of voting possible. And we think the best way to do that is through the committee or panel, uh, filtering out projects, passing them on to the community and then letting the community make effective decisions about how uh, funds should be distributed there. And there was one more question that was asked in the chat and it said, but there's a stellar enterprise fund, use case investment fund, Uh, doesn't that cover seed funding? Yes, it can, but it's also very different in structure from the community fund. So the community fund is up for community vote. A business who can qualify for the community fund might be very different uh, from a business that might qualify for a grant from SDF. Um, I, you know, I'm not part of those teams, so I can't go into a bunch of the details. I'm just not too familiar with them. Uh, we can only think about the ways that we can help the ecosystem. Um, so all I know is that the process will be very different. Um, and this will be more suitable for, uh, startups who are maybe just getting their feet wet or maybe don't have, um, the means necessary to get like a full-on grant from SDF or something like that. Um, that that's the best way I can kind of explain explain the difference. But anyway, skipping past that going to uh the panel. We think that's the best the best um method going forward. And then somebody asked, I'm trying to keep up with the questions and talk at the same <laughs> time. Uh somebody asked what's the split between the seed and community fund? Uh do we have exact numbers?
1: We have numbers in our head. Okay. Um, uh it'll be smaller. So like yeah. there there are uh Three million times four, so there's 12 million lumens to figure out how to split that um, every year. So yeah. that's the number that we're playing with between the seed fund and the lab fund. So, however that shakes out, we're still working exactly on what those numbers are, but it, it'll probably be a pretty significant difference between the two.
0: Yeah, I would. I would. The best way to think about it is the lab fund will be sort of um, analogous to like a hackathon type prize pool. It won't be like super life-changing for the for the people who get it or anything like that right you're not gonna it's not gonna be some like crazy amount of money um but it's gonna be enough to to make you stoked that you worked on on that project for whatever amount of time it was um and then the the seed fund will be much larger for creating sustainable business and being able to uh sort of bootstrap finances for those businesses is there any okay i think that was all for the questions so last thing we touched yeah. on was committee so whatever yeah, you nomination
1: panel is is, uh, is really important. Uh, that's, that's kind of a new arena for us. We had it back in the Stellar Build Challenge days. Um, this will be quite different um, operatively than that was. Um, but exa- landing on exactly what that looks like and who the members are and how they get in and out and what this percentage split is between SDF and community still remains to be seen. But the whole point of it being to reduce voter fatigue by ensuring that the projects that make it in front of the final voting panel or the final voting round community voting round uh, are are quality projects that meet the goals of whichever fund you're talking about the seed or the lab fund and it's still i think it's we need to emphasize that we're not we we cannot in this kind of short circuit the community aspect of it the community still needs to be involved it's just which community uh, and how many of the community members are involved in that particular um, panel
0: yeah and one thing i'll say about the panel you did mention that it'll be part part sdf part community it will be a majority community that's not up for debate or anything like that like it'll be mostly community members uh, but we do think there's a lot of benefit to having uh, members of sdf in the panel as well just yeah, because they bring yeah. a sort of unique insight uh, along with the community's insight
1: yeah and that's come up again and again and again is can we just have the sdf uh pick all the projects and the answer is no because this is a community fund um but that doesn't mean that we're not also part of the community um can have some say it's just a it's again that percentage share and still have to work out some of the details there but i think that having that split will be um instrumental in ensuring that again the point of getting the right amount of money in the right hands uh is a, that that happens yep um so the next piece is once we get past the uh the nomination panel for a project, and where we arrive at some final number of projects up for community vote distribution of the prize pool by vote. We have a new voting mechanism, which I know is very near and dear to Colton's heart, and he sold me on it, and it's fantastic, and I'm extremely excited about it. And it is called
0: Quadratic Voting. Yay. Yay. (laughs) Everybody's like, what is that? Okay, so I'll kind of introduce it a little bit. Um, basically, if you think about the way that the community votes now, uh, it's pretty linear, right? You cash three votes per particular project, and then the prize distribution looks something like this. Um, there's a lot of argument to be made. I don't think it's worth like that. I feel like that could be a whole podcast by itself. Uh, but, sure. but, but there's like a whole argument to be made that that's not an optimal distribution, right? The variance between uh, the project in first place and the project in third place could be very large. And you want your voting mechanism to be able to reflect that. Um, if a project deserves the majority of the funding through the vote, uh, they should be able to accomplish that. And so quadratic voting, effectively the way it works is, is it allows you to express um as much interest as you would like in a particular outcome Uh, so the way that works is you're allocated a particular amount of credits in the real world um, quadratic voting you would kind of pay for those credits um, and the cost per vote would scale uh, quadratically but we don't want to do that we want to test uh quadratic voting out first before we start like doing full-on implementations that, that you know abide by the correct proofs and stuff so basically you'll be given credits and you'll be able to vote on a particular project Uh, tyler's put together a demo we won't be able to show it on video but i think he can post it in the chat and people can experiment with it and play with it these votes have no effect on anything in the demo it's just to play with so you can kind of get a feel for what it's like but essentially um, if you want to vote on a project multiple times you can but the cost of that vote scales quadratically um, you can also downvote for a particular project that you're not interested in. This creates a a, a super valuable market dynamic between uh, voters and then who you're voting on. So effectively, uh, you can come to the sort of optimal distribution pattern. Uh, we, we aren't completely sold on whether or not it's going to work how we think, right? Like it's obviously very experimental, uh, but we want to try it out because again, this restructuring is all about Uh, optimizing distribution, which we feel like SCF has not done the best job of over the past four rounds. Uh, So by introducing quadratic voting, it will allow the community uh, and the voters to express uh, how they want funds to be distributed in the most efficient way or what we think will be the most efficient way possible. Uh, And Tyler, maybe like since we had a lot of conversation, I tried to summarize it the best I could. I don't know if that's like the best summary, but maybe you can give a summary from all of the conversations we've had on why you think it might you know, be helpful.
1: Yeah, so we've talked about this a lot and I think it is important to preface with, there's no guarantees with this. It's more uh, looking at uh, other entities that have used quadratic voting uh, in the past, particularly in uh, the same vein that the SCF would be categorized as, um, as far as number of voters, number of uh, items that you have to vote on and the the weight or cost per vote. Um, it seems that quadratic voting would make a lot of sense. And so particularly with the lab fund being a lower dollar vote, there's uh, a little bit more room to experiment with does it work well and where might there be some areas for tweaks. But um, essentially, yeah, the idea is you have credits that you use uh, per vote. I posted a, a demo um, link in the chat where everybody can click on that and go kind of play around with it a little bit. Um, but essentially, you're given 100 credits, and then as you vote on projects multiple times, uh, the kind of the, the initial vote for everything would be one. And then if you vote again on the same project, it would be kind of your second vote. So, two times two is four, so it would burn four credits. So, that essentially means you could vote on a single project 10 times, and that would burn all your credits because 10 times 10 is 100. Um, there are some potential issues, I think, though, we have to address with gamification and well, if it's really easy to kind of create an account and then people just vote all ten pro- vote all their credits on one project, um, that's definitely a concern. And I there's not there, there's lots of different angles you can approach voter manipulation and how to address it. I I want to be careful assuming gamification before we actually start to see how it plays out. Um, but there are a couple of things that you can put into place to mitigate some of those, and one of those would be a flag. Um, so as you start to vote up or down something, if, if some project seems to be running away with the prize or it's kind of obvious that there's been some manipulation going on, either somebody's downvoting or upvoting a project, you have the capability to upvote or downvote and then add a flag onto that particular project. So if something seems to be running away, rather than using all of your credits to try and counteract the manipulation, you uh, flag up or down whichever direction you think the project should be going. And then you add your, your flag to it to say, hey, I think this project's being downvoted into an oblivion or uh, somebody bought you know, um, a click farm and uh, this is being upvoted way too much. Somebody should look into this. And then you're able to go from that with moderators to look into those potential manipulations and address the vote accordingly. Um, but it's a, it's, a, it's a back and forth because again, there's, there's the problem with voter manipulation, which we're trying to alleviate through a panel. But then also welcoming in new voters and having the SEF be an on-ramp into the ecosystem where, again, the, the, the point of uh, the SEF is to get money into the right hands, and that requires that we have a lot of voters participating, not necessarily on judging whether or not Stellar is implemented, but whether or not the actual business is viable, whether the project is valuable. And yeah, maybe at some level that should be um, dedicated to stellar, active Stellar community members, but I would argue that oftentimes largely it's going to be external, that there are people that want this project to exist, that want to use this, uh, this service that implements Stellar, but Stellar is not in itself a service. It's, it's something that you implement. It's not, a, it's not a tool, it's not a product, it's software that needs to be implemented in other pieces of software or services. And so those are the things we want to see succeed with Stellar being implemented in those. And so I I very strongly feel that for that to succeed, for that to be true, we need to open up voter participation to a wider audience than just, do you have a Stellar account or have you written a Reddit post or uh, are you in our Keybase channels? I would love for that to happen. And that would be awesome if it did, but part of getting funding in the, the right amount of funding in the right hands means that the right projects are succeeding regardless of whether or not they're blatantly you know stellar advertisers are they using stellar if they are like again that goes through the panel the panel makes that decision whether or not they should they implement stellar whether they're doing the right thing whether they're um you know breaking any rules etc and then once they make it into the final voter round there's a bit more freedom to start to open up the the floodgates of voters if you will to a much wider audience which is kind of where we circle back around to the discussions that were happening with our voter registration for how, like, how do you log in or create an account to be able to vote, being either key-based proofs or an SMS message. But um, the the quadratic voting, I think, will be a good tool in sort of making something that was two-dimensional, where you weren't able to add what I would call like voter velocity of I really don't like or I really do like this particular project, where all you could say is I like this, this, and this, but you weren't able to say velocity and you also weren't yeah. able to say, look at this project. I think something's up with it. By adding velocity, you add intensity to where you can express a bit more of your emotions about projects, which I think do start to allocate funds in the right direction in a way that just linear voting uh it can't do.
0: Yeah. Not only do we not only do we want to maximize participation, but we want to maximize like the outcome of an individual vote. Like we So to to take a step back, what this will feel like, or what what we hope it'll feel like whenever you begin voting for a particular project, is that you'll log in, you'll have your credits, and you'll see, let's say, a list of five projects. Um, And you might only like two of them. That might be it. And so you could spend all of your credits on those two projects, or... You might only like one of them and you can spend all of your credits on one project and be done. Or you might really like one and really hate one. You could spend most of your your credits liking one and then spend the rest of them disliking one. And so you can create this really interesting voting mechanism where you maximize the outcome of each individual's votes because they're allowed to express their preference. And we think, and the assumption is, that this will help um, optimize distribution because if each person, if each if each person, uh, sort of maximizes the potential behind their vote, then we'll maximize the the uh, efficiency of the distribution. So there's a lot of words. I'm mixing my yeah. My no, words that's up. that's
1: I mean that's that's the idea. And whether or not quadratic voting is the best way to do that still remains to be seen. There's so many different ways to to vote on things. Yeah. It's just about finding the one that works best for what our project actually is, and the number of Entries you have to vote on, the nature of liking and disliking things, the you know the amount of money that might be at stake, uh, there's there's all the, the ease at which something could be manipulated. There's just so many factors that come into play in trying to find the best mechanism for picking um, uh, a voting preference. So it's really just try something. It's it's put something out there that feels right, that might work, and then iterating on that as time goes on. And that iteration now will cost less, but be but still be the same effectiveness because we have the ability to experiment in the lab fund. Whereas the seed fund, even though we will still use quadratic voting, the process by which something actually makes it to the final community vote is much more stringent. And also it will, it will be a very limited number of final entries uh, to where there's some level of assurance that these projects are legitimate and viable and um, aren't in a position to um, game the system and it would be much easier to find uh, manipulation because there's just not many players.
0: Yeah, and I mean, the worst case scenario is that we can like always, um, always fall back on the original voting mechanism. Uh, right. And it, it's not that that one's terrible or anything like that. We just don't think it's optimal and we would love to optimize things where we can. So we're just going to continue doing that uh, somebody complimented uh, QV, so great. I wish I had came up with it. We didn't come up with it. It's part of a a much larger movement called Radical Markets by Glenn Wild. They're also experimenting with it uh, in the Ethereum ecosystem through uh, quadratic funding and a couple of other mechanisms. So uh, if you want to research that and go down the rabbit okay. hole like we have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you want to go down the rabbit hole, go ahead. Uh, you'll get lost at, like we did, but it's really It's a wonderful place to get lost, though. Yeah.
1: It's Figuring out how to give money away, you wouldn't think it would be this difficult. But it's its hard to do well. And in no way, shape, or form have we figured it out. But we're taking a stab at taking a more serious look at it and really thinking through with uh, with a bit more science and research um, what could work better to maximize uh, the fund that we have and ensuring we're putting the right amount of money in the right hands.
0: Yeah, and I mean, the the, the overarching theme of this this podcast was just kind of put it all out there. Like we've been, we've been getting into the weeds with this stuff for uh, I, I don't even know how long, like it's been a long time uh, that we started kind of working on the original yeah. groundwork for this sort of new restructuring. Uh, so, it, you know, it's kind of relieving to put it out there. And of course we want to do that in order to get feedback from the community because ultimately this is a fun for you guys. Uh, we want to make sure that what we're saying kind of makes sense, that the restructuring kind of makes sense, uh, that everything makes sense, uh, and if it doesn't, we want to hear about it. That way, we can, you know, get it fixed. And I think it's also worth touching on. Uh, there's a round going on right now, still. So don't don't let all of the all the shiny new things distract from, you know, the round that's going on. Uh, round five is going on, I think. Don't nominations open nominations Monday? Open up. Yep. So Monday, Sunday at 8 p.m. Sunday at 8 p.m.
1: Midnight Monday, UTC nominations will open. They'll be open for a week which will pick the final eight projects uh, out of our, I think, 21. And then from that, we have a week break. And then we have the final round of voting. Yep. And there's some really, there's some fantastic projects in this round. Yeah. Um, if nothing else, this this the change that we made last time has started to uh, really produce some, some fantastic entries. And it's really encouraging to see those changes start to work and the excitement around SCF continue to grow. I just want to make sure we're fostering that and continuing to build the best fund for these types of uh, projects, and the, ultimately the goals that um, that our community deserves out of out of uh, this this uh, this community fund.
0: Yeah, agree. And so I think I think the plan after this round is to take a pause for a bit, right after round five. Yeah. So this to, round
1: ends yeah. August tenth, um, I think. Yes. Uh, it, it ends August 10th. Um, and then we'll take a break for, I mean, it won't be a super long break, but it'll be long enough for us to get a new website up, both a marketing site and to get a very good uh, blog post written up and posted, describing all of these changes in further detail to get the new uh, voting websites up so that we're able to collect votes, to get a new system for submissions and to f- organize the, the panel of judges. Um, there's lots of things that need to get worked out and put into place. Um, that'll all be going on between now and and whenever we release it. but things are are well underway. Obviously, we've put thought into this. We're putting it out there to start receiving some feedback and discussion and uh, hopefully to come out with a fund um, that's that's better than ever.
0: Boom. Is there, is there Boom. Any, that was. I felt like we went for a long time, but we really didn't. I think we just covered a lot of ground in a short time. Um, that being said, is there anything else you wanted to add before we just kind of wrap it up?
1: I don't think so. I'm uh, excited. Again, if you uh, have thoughts and want to join the discussion, um, particularly around the community fund, just go to Keybase and there's a team called Stellar.CommunityFund that you can join and discuss all things community fund. Make sure you go to Galactic Talk and look up the SCF tag there uh, underneath proposals so you can poke around all at all of the round five um, proposals. And then next week, we'll have our nominations for that. So keep an eye out um, for when those open up. Um, other than that, it's been a fantastic 25 episodes, and we will see you in the next live show.
0: Yeah, which should be a month from today-ish. You know these kind of the schedules of these kind of ebb and flow a bit, Uh, but it should be within the next month. We we're gonna try to get a guest on. I was about to say his name, but I'm not gonna do it. Um, (laughs) It's not it's not anybody super crazy or anything, but we're gonna make sure he gets on here because he needs to get on here. And if he's listening, he might know who I'm who I'm talking about. But anyways, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, If anybody, if you want to re-listen to some of the other episodes we've done, you can just go through the YouTube or you can go to podcast.stellar.org. Our Twitter handles are on the video itself. So if you want to uh, get mad at us or talk to us about anything, go right ahead. Um, Just kidding. Uh, And then what else? If you want to follow Stellar News, twitter.com slash stellar org. We've been tweeting a lot of stuff there. Like every day so if you if you're behind on any stellar news follow that and you'll no longer be behind uh yeah but other than that we'll see everybody in keybase and we'll see you all i guess at the next live show thanks for watching
1: for more information about stellar and the future of decentralized finance visit stellar.org And get involved in the discussion in one of our active communities on Keybase at Stellar.public or Stellar Stack Exchange. Until next time, I'm your host, Tyler Vanderhoeven. We'll catch y'all later.